after my wedding. <laughs> She's putting out a hoodie that if you did the patchwork, if you, you cut the look. <laughs> Major, we're going to record this podcast. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does the hoodie That's come out today? It did come out. Did you it buy it? It comes out tonight. I haven't bought it yet. Hey there, and welcome to Hang Out with Hewlett. I'm your festival friend and host, Jordan Hewlett. Every Thursday, I'll invite you to come take some time out of your day and hang out with me. I'll share stories about my life, interviews, and talk about attending music festivals and shows. On this podcast, I'll be joined by friends, family, dance music lovers, business owners, and so many more amazing faces. Let's get this hangout started. Welcome to this week's episode of Hangout with Hewlett. On this week's episode, I will be inviting my first guest to come hang out with me. And uh, this was supposed to be like a homecoming reunion episode, um, but the guest had international flight delays. We'll get into that in the episode. But, you know, in typical style, she was delayed so this is our new episode that we're filming apart um but she has lived her way through a global pandemic and uh, partied her way through Europe at the same time she is one of the funniest people I know and she coincidentally just so happens to share the same last name as me so everyone give a warm welcome to my sister, Paige Ulet. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Paige, are you excited to hang out with me for however long we chat? Excited. <laughs> that's, that's what I like to hear. So Paige, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, your background. I'm Paige. I'm a junior in college at University of Southern California. I am currently studying philosophy and law in hopes of becoming a criminal or civil rights lawyer. Yeah, buddy. And why did you pick that? What made you go down that path? Well, I've always been obsessed a bit with True crime, crime shows, crime documentaries, any of that. But this past two years with the world's current state and my history teacher, African-American history teacher at USC, she gave us a lot of books about Black women and civil rights and how they're the backbone of America. And a lot of them are written out of our history books, and they've inspired me to want to become more involved. Black girl magic, sister. Fucking facts. I feel that. So I mentioned that you were abroad and stuck in international waters. What took you over there? And tell us your backstory. Well, my freshman year... I decided to study abroad in London in hopes of 
transferring my sophomore year to USC because I wasn't accepted right after high school, which is a whole other issue. But I decided to study London and do everything I could do. And, but in March, we ended up going into lockdown where I was stuck in a, in a dorm room for two months before I moved in with our older sister, Jennifer. And they had offered me to be their nanny for the summer before COVID had even happened. And it turned out that school was online for fall and spring. So they said, why don't you stay and make money and live here and just do school online, which I did. <laughs> and now you're back in the US. Yes, sadly. <laughs> um, tell me, tell the folks, tell the listeners about your travel story home, how you got back. The worst 35 hours of my life. I, well, first of all, I got to, I was flying from London Heathrow to Dallas. Well, no, I was supposed to fly home and then I tested positive for COVID where I then had to quarantine for 10 days following my symptoms, which then my flight got pushed back after I was supposed to fly home with my best friend. So then after I finally rebooked my flight, uh, I had to fly from Vegas to Dallas, but my flight got diverted to Atlanta because of the storm. And we had to sit on the tarmac for two hours as the ambulance came because there was a medical emergency no information was given to us flight attendant couldn't even open the doors they were yelled at we had no option to be bored and try to find a new flight out of this out of this place no we had to sit there and fly back to dallas where i landed at midnight where i had already missed my connecting flight so i had to wait in line for two hours where i didn't even make it to the front of the line because the line shut down and they offered me no accommodation as I was stranded by myself in Dallas, Texas, <laughs> where barely anyone was wearing a mask in the airport. And so they said, you can go to a new line that doesn't open till 3 a.m. It was 2 a.m. I had no food. Everywhere was closed. I had nowhere to sleep. I was in the same clothes and I felt disgusting. So I went to this new line and I just stood there. We were all standing there, hundreds of us, waiting for someone to come. Two people came at 3 a.m. to open the lines where hundreds of people were diverted, flights canceled. So it was like 3 a.m. and I was sitting on the floor crying in the airport when I absolutely am a germaphobe at the airport. And I felt so bad when you were texting me updates. I was like, oh my God, my, I, my poor sister. I hate airports, they're disgusting, but it got to the point. Barely sat on the floor and just was crying by myself alone. No one was, everyone else was asleep. It was three in the morning. Two people were doing the check in, trying to get people new flights. I waited another two and a half hours to get to the front line as other people that had new flights who were, were just arriving to the airport decided they were, they were the priority. And we're throwing fits, having to wait in line for their flight when we've been stuck there all night, 
some guy tried to offer me 40 bucks to cut in front of me. I said, no. no. He was like, I'm going to miss my flight. I said, no. No. He was like, I'm, I've been waiting in line. I said, Sophie, look at, like, no. So 5.30 in the morning, I finally get a new flight, make it through security, eat breakfast. Then I throw up my breakfast because I ate too fast because I hadn't eaten since, like, 6 p.m. the other day. So I'm laying there and I pass out in the airport, crawl into a little ball, hoping I don't get kidnapped or my stuff stolen because it would be my luck at that point. I wake up to find that my gate had moved. So then I had to get the tram to the other side of the airport because I was at the wrong gate because they changed while I was sleeping just for my flight to be delayed another two hours, stuck in Dallas. I finally get on to the plane just for there to be issues with one of the bathrooms. There, there were two bathrooms, but because there was an issue with one, the pilot refused to fly the plane, where I then had to deboard the plane. They wouldn't tell us how long it'd be to get a new flight. They just said, we have to get a new plane. So then they move our gate to another gate where I'm yet again sitting on the floor crying because I'm sleep deprived and I just want to go home. So I finally get on the new new plane. They oversell the plane and first class passengers have been moved down, which means less pe- people are getting kicked off our flight. Luckily, I, I barely made it onto the plane. And I, found, I finally get on the plane. We sit there, delayed for like another 10 minutes. And I finally take off and I finally get out of Dallas only to be rewarded a $50 voucher from American Airlines as a, as a show of their good faith and for me to fly with them again. $50. And may I ask you, dear sister, will you be flying with American no, Airlines? No, absolutely again? not. No. No. 35 hours of travel. $50. <laughs> what a, no. I'm never I'm story. never going to Dallas. Never. No yeehaw. No. <laughs> never find American Airlines. What a trip that was. And that was literally like a week ago that happened to you. Yes. Missed out on my welcome home party. The whole thing. Do this date so I can attend. I know facts. Only That's true. Paige has really said. bad luck flying. I do. It's okay. You lived in London for two years. What was the biggest difference about living abroad compared to the US? Uh the way people are with their manners. They don't say excuse me walking like walking behind you. But just get in your personal space and then get mad when you don't hear them coming because you haven't moved but they won't say excuse me like a lady stood behind me in the grocery store and my friend would have told me they were behind me because they were just standing there and they just didn't say anything um some of the words like phrases sort of stuck with me <laughs> yeah anyone do you want to say just like I say bin all the time now. Rubbish. Cheeky monkey. <laughs>
turning into a Brit. No. <laughs> what advice would you give to anyone thinking about studying or living abroad? Do it. Just do it. Not in a, not during a pandemic, because <laughs> no. But otherwise, just do it. Get out of America. Facts. Go see the world. Um, uh, how did it feel being able to legally drink for two years? Well, it was great the first half of the year, and then lockdown happened, and then we got out of lockdown, but nowhere, nowhere was open, and then we went back into lockdown, so I didn't get the full experience. Well, I mean, I did get the experience, not, <laughs> not two years full worth of clubbing you know maybe like a year not even a year good few months <laughs> i've been going out to restaurants good few hangovers no, no i didn't get hung over that many times yeah proud of you what was the best part about living abroad besides drinking <laughs> well living with our oldest sister and the kids were like the hot the highlight that is the most time I've ever spent with Jen never lived together and then we went from never living together to living together in a pandemic (laughs) for a year and a half with her two kids and husband which was insane (laughs) and I stole all her clothes yeah you got to shop around in in a different sister's closet for a change I do prefer her closet a bit more. I Okay, sorry. <laughs> I do if too. Gonna, if we're going to compare, I will side with Jen's closet. I 100% do too. <laughs> what was school like compared to here? My school was not what I expected. It was very, very very small like the size of my high school probably like all my classrooms were like all my classes were really small like I had no big lecture hall like back in the state it was like maybe like 10 people and that that'd be the class and I just it was nice because like discussions were focused like too small (laughs) The food was absolutely horrendous at that school that gave people food poisoning. And I it got to the point where Jen would take me to the grocery store, but she would take me to Costco and just stock up. So in my mini fridge, I could not starve myself and I could actually eat because I just refused to eat there. It got to the point where I just wouldn't eat. I lost <laughs> a lot of weight, but it was not healthy. So I would just eat cereal. I'd stock up on breakfast because breakfast was like, the one good meal <laughs> that they would offer so we would all just like stock up on breakfast <laughs> or order order delivery yeah you did get a lot of delivery I feel like I would yeah. be on FaceTime with you and you'd be like oh yeah I'm just waiting for my my Uber Eats <laughs> yeah well there's this one pizza place that delivered late at night and they had really good milkshakes so oh yes you kept talking about the milkshakes you always made me want one that was my go-to <laughs> or I would just escape to Jen so she could feed me 
and the Brin Cup we're back for the week. <laughs> On the topic of food, what do you think was the worst thing you ate? Any of the meals at school was like <laughs> the worst thing ever. You can't think of a specific one. That was like two years ago. I don't yeah. know what day it is. <laughs> um, I did try. What did I? I did try anchovies recently. Jen made me try some kind of bird. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't good either. <laughs> no. No. Ew. I don't know. I don't know what kind of bird it was, but didn't sit right. Well, you used to be a very picky eater, so I'm just proud of you for even all of the branching out you did while you were That's over there. She's like, you have to try something. You have to try something. It's a new day. You have to try something new. Yeah. You should yeah. try it at least once. I did. I don't need to do it again. <laughs> Paige, I think this was the longest time we've ever been apart. Like, without seeing each other. Don't I see you at Christmas? Mm, yeah. That's like eight months. Yeah. Was it hard being away from home? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like I should say yes, but it really wasn't that hard. Like, Good all my answer. Friends, like, studying abroad, like, all my friends would, like, like, around Thanksgiving, like, everyone was getting homesick, and I was like, oh, I'm going to Thanksgiving at my sister's house. <laughs> like, if I, if I didn't have Jen, it'd be a whole different story. But because I had Jen, I really wasn't that home. Like, I would miss, like, the food because Dad would make really good barbecue and then send me photos of it or, like, he would send me <laughs> photos of In-N-Out or Chick-fil-A. So, like, I would miss that. And then, like, like all the big gatherings I was here for besides my welcome home party. And then when lockdown happened, all my friends were stuck inside anyway. So I didn't feel like I was missing out. So it really wasn't as hard as it could have been that's true <laughs> you were so quick to answer that I'm proud of you you've grown <laughs> you like, branched out I I did not cry once being homesick the only time I like really cried about not being home was when I tested positive for COVID and the day before my flight and I just bowled yeah that, that was a rough day for everyone else <laughs> what's one thing you didn't get to do in London that you want to do when you go back because you're coming back (laughs) she already has a flight back (laughs) well my other like the friends I had made like we didn't get to like go clubbing together which because they opened up right before I left which is what we're all planning to do when I go back because they're great fun and then I didn't get to do like weekend getaway trips like Paris or Rome which I also still want to do definitely on the bucket list but I think you can do it what do you miss the most now that you've been home for like a week you've settled in what do you miss the most about London I miss the museums and galleries. They're 
Look yeah. at you, Artsy, Artsy, you. I've always been into museums. I've always been into art. That's true. I did. She did the academic decathlon. Dude, when I tell you, I had to sit through not one, but two fucking academic decathlons. I've never been so mad at you for an after school activity. I love it. (laughs) Okay, so you miss the museums. And the art, yeah, the kids obviously. Jen, some yeah. of the food, like food delivery places that we'd order from, I, I miss heavily. <laughs> Don't say them because you'll make me hungry. But maybe write them down. Yeah, I really want them. Um, any other highlights or trips that you went on while you were over there? I went to Istanbul for. 36 hours <laughs> Wait, because, that would be a great movie 36 hours in Istanbul well it was supposed to be for the whole weekend and then it got cut to 36 hours because our sponsor changed through guidelines so then we would have had to quarantine for 14 days which Jen and I weren't going to do so we literally got back like a few hours before the deadline so we crammed we crammed Istanbul in 36 hours which we did it. I saw like everything I wanted to see and I ate really good food. Peak some of the best food ever. And I we did it. Um, I went to Ibiza with Jen and the kids. And then my best friend Maddie came along, which we probably killed my liver, honestly. <laughs> it was 16 days straight bender. I... I can't believe those words are coming out of your mouth. If you would have ever told me that my little sister who never used to touch alcohol before she went across the pond was on a bender, I would have laughed in your face. And now I can't wait to be on the bender with her. Yeah. There are people who have never been or really heard of Abisa. Describe it for them. Paint them a picture. Well, it's very different post-COVID lockdown situation. Like, usually clubs are open to, like, 4 a.m., 6 a.m. But when we were there, they were closing at, like, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. And, like, cops were, like, patrolling. Like, yeah, yeah, people to get off the beach. Cause, like, everyone just leave the bar and just go to the beach. And then the cops would come. So that was obviously different. Like, well... Some of the bars we went, like, you weren't allowed to, like, get up and dance. Like, you'd have to, like, stay at your table because, like, social distancing, which, I mean, it's still good music. Like, a lot of places still had, like, live, their live DJs, like, some nights, which was good. And then there was, like, this one dive bar we came across by accident because I just really need, I really needed to go pee. And so we just went in and, like, people were actually, because it was, like, it was it was a bit sketchy <laughs> but like we went in like people were like dancing everywhere like they had a live dj so we ended up back there quite often <laughs> it, it felt like an actual club but from the outside does not does not look the best but i really need to go to the bathroom and so we we took a rest <laughs> on a scale of one to 16 how would you rate your bender well, seeing how I only threw up once 
and only hung over two days. I'd give it a 15 out of 16. That's awesome. I'm literally so proud of you as a sister. <laughs> that, you know, I was hung over on the beach, which was not, not the best. It was a bit brutal. Mm. Yeah, you need some uh, electrolytes. I drink Coke. That is, what, that is what all the adults give. They were like, you need a Coke. Yeah, drink a Coke. <laughs> Because you don't like Bloody Marys. No. What was the best and worst place you went out? There really wasn't like a worst place. Good. Like, you know, trying to think. There really wasn't. Like, it was all, it was all good fun. There's another phrase good fun good energy good vibe is what like there was this one night I was out we were out with Maddie and like this guy came up to us and like, they were talking like he was talking and just kept saying like good vibes good energy good people and so like he just kept saying it over and over again like to Maddie and I so then just like we kept saying it back to each other like the your motto was, like, <laughs> was, like good energy good vibes good people because he wouldn't he would not stop saying it and I was just like okay let's just get away from you but I love that that's so funny (laughs) do Brits have any weird hangover cures or any anything that was super weird to you over there just the whole coke thing they were just like have a coke I can't believe you've never heard of that well I don't drink we were never allowed to drink soda and then I was never really into alcohol so why would I put two and two together true you're not wrong there yeah, that was like the one, one hang of a cure. <laughs> and then I ordered nachos for breakfast and the, they were so good. <laughs> what would you say the highlight or best thing that happened to you when you were in Ibiza? I don't even know. <laughs> like, it was a lot of fun. But you recommend? I do. (laughs) Well, like besides we're like where we were staying, the villa we were staying at, there were like stray cats and like stray dogs walking like the property, and like we were up this like hill. So like to get a taxi, we had to like climb down the hill, and like stray dogs would be coming out at night, and I we feared for our lives. Like that was like the only concerning part but that's where we were staying okay I really thought I was gonna get rabies one day oh my god no but it was a lot of fun oh my goodness well I'm glad you had a lot of fun I am glad you're back COVID free ready to start school are you excited for school uh yeah and no. You're going to get to finally be in classes for your major. Yeah, they hate laughs that long. <laughs> if I lost on campus that long, which I doubt will happen. <laughs> but I have no faith. I have no faith. Yeah, California may be on a lockdown again with 
everything going on with COVID. So, hey, you could come hang out with me in Arizona and be remote. I might have to do that. There you go. <laughs> but going and circling back to your major and why you wanted to make an impact, what are some of the books that you read that you recommend people should check out? Um, one book was Sisters, Sisters in the Struggle. And like each chapter was like about a Black woman who was basically written out of our history books that had a profound impact on the civil rights movement. Uh, another book was Beauty Shop Politics, how like so much political movement came out of beauty shops and you never, never really think about the impact of going to a beauty shop where we spend all day sitting in these chairs, like having these conversations where like in the moment you don't think like this is, this is what I do, but like they had a serious impact on history and culture and making change in America. Yeah, I can think of a lot of days we spent in the salon chair. A lot of days we spent in the salon chair. Meeting All day, people. pack your snacks. Snacks, your books, meeting people from all over the place mm-hmm. and hearing their stories. Weirdest thing, like, strangest people in the <laughs> chair next to you and you're talking to them all day. I know you spend so much time there. You really get to know people. Yeah. So you are, I think, like less than 50 days away from Life is Beautiful by the time this comes out. How are you feeling? You're going back, finally. Finally. (laughs) How many years later? Two? Three? Two. Two Two-year break. Two-year break. I'm excited. When I think about live, haven't been to a live show since freshman year in college went to go see Rex Orange County was my last live show yeah and I saw that they are going to require proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test how do you feel about the health and safety regulations I mean if they actually enforce it then great I mean <laughs> I'm vaccinated I plan to wear a mask but like if they actually enforce it like they plan to, then that's great by all means. Yeah, I think they will. I don't know about enforcing masks, but I feel like they will for sure. Like that'll be part of like their check-in process. Yeah. Is that who are your top five acts you're excited to see? Uh Megan Messian. Bay Rocky. Bay. Uh, ludicrous. <laughs> Gotta see a ludicrous. Um, Willa Smith and Billie Eilish. Oh, those are all gonna be good. I can't wait for you to uh, send me videos. Yeah, hopefully, I don't die in any mosh pits. Maybe I'll have you back on the podcast to talk about your experience. You sound really excited about that. <laughs> You're always having me on this podcast. <laughs> first time for everything um any advice for people going for the first time bring bring water <laughs> yeah honestly hydrate you, yeah you need your water you yeah no drink all the water you can be cautious of mosh pits if you're 
small in height like me because you're gonna get dragged to the ground <laughs> unless you have someone to like pick you back up or like hold on to you which a guy picked me up off the floor at one point because he just felt bad for me great advice yeah. I mean, don't wear have white fun. shoes <laughs> i mean wear white shoes if they're already dirty you don't care yeah, don't do it. Don't wear like your brand new Air Forces. Don't do that. Oh God, no! What are you looking forward to the most? The music and the food. They always have really good food trucks. Mm, yeah, I really do miss festival food. It just hits different. I'm excited to go back to eating festival food. And what is your most memorable life is beautiful moment? You're a vet at this point. Um, most memorable, almost dying in a Travis Scott mosh pit, losing my whole friend group in that mosh pit where one of my friends didn't even answer her phone after the fact and we lost her. That was very memorable. Um, getting front line, front of crowd for Chance the Rapper because he was like my number one Uh. that year. And Lord was really good. T Pain, <laughs> he was hilarious. That I was, is so random. I was front front and center for T Pain. It was like one of the. It was only even a night, like he was a daytime performer at one of the smaller stages. It, it was hilarious. Probably did T Pain like that? <laughs> no, and he kept making eye contact with me and Maddie. And I like as he was like trying to dance and like rap at the same time. I was like. <laughs> It's the best thing ever. The bartender. <laughs> oh my god. <gasps> All right, Paige. Well, we're getting to almost the end of the episode here. What is your piece of advice you want people to hang on to? Protect your energy. Life is too short to not love yourself. Thanks. That's a good one. I like it. All about protecting your energy and don't give it to people who don't reciprocate it back. Yeah, that's why I like two friends. <laughs> I keep my circle small. I'm in a circle with a triangle. <laughs> yeah, I got you, girl. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even counting you. Okay, I got three. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm hurt. <laughs> I don't know if you're saying your friends from high school. Okay, yeah, that's fine. You're going to go to college and make a bunch more. I'm trying <laughs> All right, Paige. Well, thank you so much for being my first guest on the podcast. I'm so happy you forcefully kind of agreed <laughs> to do this with me. Yeah, I have a choice. Yeah, you did have a choice. Um, but plug yourself where can people find you instagram page underscore hewlett and uh, that is our episode for this week guys thank you Paige, for being a guest on hang out with hewlett and i will see you guys next week Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Hangout with Hewlett. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Hangout with Hewlett. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave a review for the podcast. Let me know what you want to hear. 
Thank you for the constant love and support from everybody who's listening. Wherever you're listening to this, I hope you have a great rest of your day and I can't wait to hang out with you next Thursday.